hallelujah hallelujah thank you father thank you father people welcome to day two of our five-day devotional on be you transformed here on the idea talks podcast my name is moedia i hope you are well hope you are blessed um this is day two hope you found day one useful hope it ministered to you made sense you know did exactly what the lord um what you know ordained for it to do to you um where we spoke about and on day one we spoke about um let him do a work in you and if you're just catching this on day two i encourage you to go back and um start from day one because we are traveling on a journey um and i believe to get the most out of it it would be good to follow that through um so you can uh, follow you know and understand where we are so the lord is in control we are just riding the wave of his glory as we are recording this as he goes along and ministers to us and shows us you know what he wants to show us in this time um i didn't mention it day one but i would also encourage you to grab a journal if you um are able to just to write down your thoughts what comes to mind you know um write down some of the things that maybe you um you're learning and you maybe haven't come across before um it's good to archive it's good to like do that to engage as well to engage further so i encourage you to do that um so today is day two we are talking about um still under be transformed but the topic for day two is quite interesting um it's uh i'll just say what the topic is and talk about it a bit more so the topic is changing of garments changing of garments and you know it is something that um the lord was speaking to me about and i thought it was for me personally um and you know how sometimes god shows you something and then you suddenly start seeing it around and that's really what happened and then i i think i uh referred to it somewhere and someone reached out to say she had just spoken about the same thing um you know so it was it was it was great to see that and digging into it further i can see why it's not just for me like you know for me there was a doesn't there's a specific instruction that also came with it but more generally um you know i believe in the season the lord is changing garments um of his children because some of us are wearing the wrong clothes <laughs> um and um yeah so we'll, we'll we'll discuss that further not the wrong maybe you're wearing the wrong clothes um physically you, you want to get that changed as well but um spiritually some of us are wearing the wrong clothes the wrong clothes the wrong garments so um our scripture reference for today is in the book of Zechariah verses 3 um we're going to be reading from verses I'm sorry Zechariah chapter 3 um we're going to be reading from verses 1 to 5 um yeah I think that will be sufficient we don't need to read too much further in but that will um I'll quickly read it cuz it's it's pretty short but I encourage you to read it read another translations read some additional commentary kind of do a bit of a, a bit of um bible study reflection on it as well yourself so um this is being this is here Zechariah is one of the prophets in the old testament um and he is 
talking about Joshua here. So he's living in the time of Joshua. So um, verses 1 to 5 is what I'll be reading. So it says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and standing and, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a branch plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and standing before the angel. He spoke and said to those who were standing before him, saying, Remove the filthy garments from him. Again he said to him, See, I have taken your iniquity away from you and will clothe you with a festal robe, with festal robes. Verses 5. Then I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments while the angel of the Lord was standing by. This is the reading of the word of the Lord. <laughs> I can't remember what they, we used to say and then we'd say, thanks be to God. Well, this is the word of the Lord. Um, but yes, that was Joshua. That's right. That was Zechariah um, chapter three, verses one to five. And we can see from what's going on here um, that Satan, the accuser, is present here in this discussion um, about Joshua. Now, this is a vision that um, Zechariah the prophet saw. So one thing to point out here as well is this is happening in the spirit. So Joshua is probably just going about his normal business. Um, he's a high priest and he's probably just like, you know, um, doing whatever he does. He's not, he's probably not even aware of this conversation happening or this from a like physical perspective, right? Um, and often this is actually what happens, you know, things happen in the spirit realm satan goes to the courts of heaven and accuses us you know um i mean now in the dispensation we have jesus um jesus has come rather he jesus has always been there but you know jesus has come he's died for our sins you know um satan like if satan accuses us it never is valid because we i mean okay yes it might be it's weird it might be a valid thing but it's already paid for by Jesus's blood. In this, you know, time um, where we're talking about Jesus hadn't come to do all of that to redeem us um, from that, but it doesn't mean that in this day Satan doesn't try to accuse us, right? Because that's his job. He's the accuser of the brethren, right? He, he, um, he is a liar, accuser. He, that's what he he does. So he he won't say, oh, just because Jesus has come. I'm not going to accuse you. He will still try and accuse you. But you need to understand who you are and understand what Jesus has already done. Um, and just understand that it's, uh, in a sense, it's a smokescreen. It's just to, you know, because for those that he can accuse who don't know who they are, then he can, like, come in and play with their mind and do all the trickery stuff he does and make people feel bad and literally change their garments, you know, put these garments and weights on them which um, are not valid or of the Lord so that's what Satan does like if we look at this what's going on here it literally is a 
court of heaven situation if it's similar to the book of job um that's the most uh i think that's the one we see it's the most popular because that's literally job chapter one you know you see job is there satan comes it's like um lord god um this is your servant job um you know i've tried to try to attack him but you've built a hedge of protection around him like you know satan is coming and you know um Job's whole thing stems from fear, but that's a conversation for a different day. I don't want to digress. But anyway, um, in this situation, we're seeing another situation here again where Satan is accusing Joshua, the high priest, um, and saying, you know, he's wearing filthy garments. And in all honesty, he probably is wearing filthy garments. Again, Jesus hadn't come, um, you know, and the, the, the people of the people of Israel um, there was a lot of sin there was all sorts going on and he was a high priest as well so Satan's come to say he's wearing filthy garments and is accusing him and the Lord is like I've chosen Jerusalem like I've selected Joshua and I'm removing his filthy garments I'm just summarizing this and you know changing it um, changing his filthy garments now um, again, as I said, this is probably all happening in the spirit. So I don't believe Joshua was aware. Um, but I encourage you to do some more study and digging into this as well to see for yourself. Um, probably even I used to have a chronological Bible, which was amazing because there you get to kind of see how it, it puts it all together. So in this, in that, in this instance, we would probably see the scripture in the book of Joshua that relates to this followed you know into this actual scripture as well possibly I'm just guessing I don't have my chronological bible anymore but um that's probably how we would see that as well so what is the Lord saying to us like how is this relevant to us today um you know those personal instructions the Lord gave me but I you know thinking well thinking about it and as, as it got highlighted to me more and more um i could see what he was saying in that a lot of people are wearing the wrong clothes the wrong garments and you know we have just we've, we're doing this because we honestly don't know who we are because in the season a lot has been a lot has manifested and a lot has been shown regarding identity um, a lot of issues that we see, I just believe so many issues that we see around the world stem from identity, right? And for us who are in Christ, if we don't know who we are, we don't know, you know, what has been done for us, we don't know authority, we don't know all those things, then we have an identity problem. Sometimes we don't know we have an identity problem, but we have an identity problem. And sometimes when we start to let certain things come in um there's a door that's open satan tries to come in wants to plant all sorts of lies in our mind do all sorts of things um and then he sees we have an identity crisis and he's happy because he's like you know this is a christian who don't who doesn't know who they are so i'm just gonna mess around with their mind and play with their mind etc so that is um you know that is the crux of things identity plays a major role in all of this now when the lord was saying to me about changing your garments generally um i you know he said this in sort of three different ways of how people have 
you know, allowed their garments to be changed. Now, the first thing is just in the simple instance of, you know, um, we are wearing the wrong garments because, again, we don't know who we are. So we've taken off, um, we've taken on, you know, the garments of, you know, shame, worry, anxiety, um, you know, guilt, all the things that Satan just wants to throw at us, basically. And it's probably happened because we've not known who we are. We've had an open door. Satan's always waiting, you know, for how he can get in. He's come into our mind. He's played with our minds. And then all of these things, the things that we've just taken on. So we're now just wearing these heavy garments of all of these things. So even though we say we're Christians, we have the righteousness of Christ, we've now all these other garments we've taken them on so it's literally like we have taken off that christ righteousness in a sense um i'm just trying to describe it how um how how you know we would understand it but like we've either taken that off or just like put it to the side and um we're now wearing all these other garments and uh, these are now filthy garments right and we are um we're kings and we're priests in this dispensation so if we're even comparing it to joshua he was the high priest and the reason he had these filthy garments and the reason his garments needed to be changed is he could not do his high priest duties with garments of sin and all of that going on like he could not actually do that in that dispensation he had to be clean um and for us you know we are kings and priests as the lord has you know all of the different dispensation but now we now have a kingly and a priestly anointing right um and sometimes you know again we just take on these other garments that prevent us from actually living in the fullness of god so we've got worry guilt shame all these things and we're just carrying these garments and they're filthy garments and the lord is like you are my child why are you wearing this this is already paid for do you not know who you are do you not know what my son came to do to redeem you from all of this you know so the lord is just like wanting us to understand who we are and change our garments change our garments right um another thing where our garments also get you know um changed is even just the labels right that we um we apply to ourselves um, or rather, no, so the labels people give us, right? So sometimes, you know, we get labeled by people, we get boxed by people. This is one of my pet peeves in life, putting me in a box. Oh gosh, it is like I have an allergic reaction to it. But um, this is one of it, one of the things that happens, right? People would see you and say, oh, this is your, this is your lane, or this is your box. This is all you're good for. This is this. They have no idea of, you know, what God has given you um and there's some of us that are very multifaceted and I think that's some of the frustration that happens there as well is that you know you you know that you know what God has placed in you and it keeps on growing with even more and more potential but people see one aspect of you and they place you in a box and they um you know and that's fine that's what not not fine but I mean that's usually just for their minds of how they can categorize you right but they put you in these boxes and they they sort of define you according to their their definition in a sense and they didn't create you but sometimes they define you and sometimes the people that define you like that are people that you um 
you know you look up to or you report to the people in authority sometimes over you so they speak these things over you right oh gosh this is this is amazing god is reminding me of something he said to me a few weeks ago he woke me up and reminded me of a um a conversation that happened many years ago a big group of us to be honest i didn't care about what the person said in that conversation at the time but the lord took me exactly back to that room and said this conversation happened this person was an authority over all of you and what he said is literally a word curse he probably didn't mean it from that from a like you know negatively but he has this has he's hindered some of you in this way um so they're word curses as well that people sometimes say over us um and when they're an authority over us and they're things that they're not like oh you know bad things but it's just like oh limiting things right and they don't reconcile truly with what god has said about us or what he has you know the potential he's placed within us so we then get limited by either this word curse or the things we've allowed to come into our mind about what person x and x has said we're good for or we're this or you know they said this is how we should be or we should we're just good for this they'll just use us you know those kinds of things all those things happen all the time you know um and we sometimes subconsciously take that on and we're now wearing the wrong garment we're wearing a garment that is limited to what let's just say our potential is 10 out of 10 for instance but they said oh you know they've seen one aspect of us and they said no it's five out of ten we now some of us now like you know embrace what they said and we're literally wearing the five out of ten garment and that's how we're operating and we're wearing the wrong garment which is in a sense in a sense it's filthy because it's not what the lord has for us it's not the best the lord has for us it's not that it's that that's not what's written about us right so it's incorrect so you know it, it's filthy in a sense so that's that's another you know aspect of the labels that are placed on us um is you know that and then the, the third category really is just it's kind of close linked to the first one really it's just simply just not knowing who we are like just simply just you know not even it, it doesn't even have to do with necessarily sometimes with satan or with other people it's just even just us like us in a sense right not knowing who we are so just wearing the wrong garment right not not walking in that um you know in that true call of god on our lives um not understanding the authority that we have over certain things and just ending up wearing the incorrect garment so you know um might not even be the, the i call it all filthy because it just doesn't if it doesn't tie into to what the lord really does have for us then in a sense it's filthy but it might not be like sin or something it might just be you know um you're meant to be doing x but you're doing y you know because you don't know who you are you haven't come into the full knowledge of who you are or you have but you're fearful um so you shy away from really wearing that so you know let's just imagine somebody is a 14 year old right but let's just now say that they're wearing the garment of a newborn or a four-year-old they're wearing a four-year-old's jacket like 
you know, that is um, way too small, way too uncomfortable. They have outgrown that, but they're wearing the wrong garment in a sense. And it's filthy. That's, you know, it's because it's not, it's not right um, for what the Lord has for them. Um, and they're wearing that wrong garment um, and they're just allowing fear to come in. And, you know, and that's one example. Or they just, they just don't know who we are. Um, you know, closely linked to that is also self-righteousness. Um, you know, so self-righteousness is another thing where we are wearing the garment of our own righteousness. We think, I know it, I, or I, you know, I'm, my righteousness is through my own, you know, um, works in a sense. I'm trying to find a better word for that, but let's just say it's through my own performance, right? So it's very performance driven. So I'm a good person. I do this, I do that, I do this, and that's what counts towards my righteousness. Now, the good things are well, you know, we shouldn't get weary in, in well-doing, we shouldn't, um, you know, we shouldn't do bad things, we should do good things, but that, those things can never amount to our righteousness, right? Um, our righteousness as filthy rags, as the word says, you know, um, they can never amount to, rather, the righteousness of Christ. Um, so sometimes that self-righteousness is another thing that we we take on wearing the garment that we we are filthy garment of our righteousness which shouldn't be the case we should only be wearing the righteousness of christ like the righteousness the lord has given us so um the lord is saying that he is changing the garments bringing this to our attention so that we can understand that there is such a thing as wearing filthy garments and some of the ways i've described how these filthy garments come onto us but what we are um, he's doing today is removing those filthy garments and replacing it really with the garment of Christ. We're literally wearing Christ because that is, he is our righteousness. We cannot be righteous on our own. We, we can't, um, there's nothing we can do to, to make us righteous. We are putting on um, Christ in a sense. We're putting on our new self, which is in Christ. Um, and you know we put that on at salvation but as I said things happen we allow, allow things come in Satan is trying to clothe us with wrong things all of that he's constantly trying to accuse us you know but we're, we're always fighting when, when Satan accuses us or tries to you know come and say this is what this person did we already have the victory so every fight we have every battle is from a place of victory already like Christ has won it all Satan, you know, go go and sit down, like, you know, but he would try, he would always, always, always try um, and do that, that's his, again, that's his job, um, but we just need to know who we are, and we need to put on Christ, the right garment is what we need to be wearing, so that is what the Lord is doing in this season, in this time, um, putting on, so, you know, he's saying, my sons, my daughters, I want to remove the filthy garments you are wearing, also in that um, in that um, book in, in sorry in that scripture in Zechariah the, the that the turban um, that Joshua had on his head is also um, he's now crowned with a new turban or given a new turban on his head as well um, so that's another thing that I think is worth us digging into to understand the significance of that you know but if I want to even compare it to Ephesians 6 which talks about you know putting on the whole armor of God like so that we can you know um, 
it's, it's to sort of prevent us from the fiery darts of the enemy and you know we have the, the entire armor which is the breastplate our feet our you know the sword in our hands um which is like our our where we're offending or offense the enemy offensive um, weapon and then also we have the helmet of salvation that we wear and that's that's also quite important um because when we think about um the helmet and the mind or we think about the mind itself everything really starts from the mind and if we don't understand in our mind that we're already saved or we have questions about salvation and we're not sure then we're already unstable we're already you know there and you know that helmet of salvation is almost like a an assurance of it's preventing your mind because what this helmet does it prevents your head right and that's also like your it's also the helmet to prove your salvation so that you know in your mind and you're sure that you're saved because if you're unsure you're saved that's why satan likes to creep in and tell you lies of like how can you be saved if you did this how can you you know god doesn't love you you're not saved blah 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 all these lies right he tells us right so that's another thing um to be mindful of again Ephesians 6 as well talks about putting on the whole armor of god that's another a garment it's something that we're wearing we're meant to wear the armor of god we're meant to wear christ as well those that those are the garments we're meant to wear not all those other things i mentioned so the lord in this season is changing garments because a lot of us have allowed circumstances or a society environment to help to define us and in a sense to come and change the garments we're wearing um, but what the lord is doing is he's replacing those filthy garments with clean garments just as he did for um, joshua so we're just grateful to god for that um, i want you to spend some time asking the lord specifically what that actually means for you let him show you what that actually means um, in terms of where you're at and those examples i mentioned um, and what he would have you do to do that like i said he's given me a specific instruction but what he would have you do you know it might be just for you to be aware and pray about it or it might be a prophetic action or something that you're taking um, but i encourage you all the same to study it further read some commentary understand what's happening at that time um and just you know look into it meditate on it chew on it um what does it mean for the lord to change my garments um just as he did for joshua here um, what what does that actually mean? So we've gone way over the time I expected. Um, this is this is this is me sometimes, but I think it was important to definitely go through those different examples. Um, you know, so I encourage you again to go back and and look at it in more detail. But I'm just going to pray to close out. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time in your presence. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for. Um, this whole transformation that you're bringing about and for changing our garments lord we thank you we thank you we bless you we just um i just pray for revelation um to come upon anyone who's listening to this even more revelation um that will be meaningful to them that will align with their life and they can see what exactly they need to do um but thank you lord for changing our garments for the garment of christ is there for us to wear already and so thank you lord that our garments are changed that we wear we put on our new identity in christ um we put on his his righteousness his holiness um so that we can stand before you oh god we thank you oh lord we bless your holy name in Jesus' name thank you all for listening have a wonderful blessed day
So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this um, impromptu devotional. Um, I pray you will indeed be blessed. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, we are Idea Talks Community. On Instagram, we are Idea Talks on all the other platforms, Facebook, Twitter. We also do have a ladies-only prayer room, um, Idea Talks prayer room on Facebook. So you can join that as well if you're interested. We have monthly meetings and all sorts of activities going on as the Lord leads. So I encourage you to get involved if you really would like to find a group to fellowship with regularly. Um, so again, thank you so much. Um, really do appreciate this. Please make sure you share this with your friends, your family, those who, you know, you believe will be blessed by this, that would desire to grow and all of that. And I do believe that the Lord will have something and does have something for them um, as well. So thank you so much. Take care and God bless.